Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you find the archives. That's where you go to support this mission of truth. Today we are looking at Psalm 18. We're looking for some wisdom, some encouragement. Psalm 18 is a longer psalm, 50 verses. It even has a long title, uh, which let me just go ahead and read that to you real quickly. Here's the title of the psalm. It says, For the choir director, or to the chief musician, a psalm of David, the servant of the Lord, who spoke to the Lord the words of this song in the day that the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. So this is a psalm about how God had delivered him from Saul, who had pursued him with armies, and it was a terrible time in David's life. But David says, from all of his enemies. So some view this psalm as a, as a basically a, a psalm of deliverance about David's entire life. But it can definitely be viewed from the vantage point of being rescued from all these struggles and tribulations as Saul was pursuing David. Uh, so it's a psalm about that and about God's deliverance. And so we need to open up our hearts and receive what's being said in the scriptures today. And, you know, we're up against so much ourselves right now. And maybe this can be a word of encouragement for us that eventually, when, when the timing is right, God will rescue. God will be our fortress. He will be our deliverer. He is our salvation and our high tower. I also have a devotional to share with all of you that I wrote uh, earlier last week. I sent it out to the email list. So if you're on the email list, you've already received the written version, but I'm going to cover it with you uh, at the end of our psalm reading. So that is what is on the agenda for this morning. All right. Without further delay, let's dig in. I'm going to read the title again and then get right into uh, the verses here. Psalm 18. For the choir director, a psalm of David, the servant of the Lord, who spoke to the Lord the words of this song in the day that the Lord delivered him from the hand of all of his enemies, from the hand of Saul, and he said, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold, I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. And I am saved from my enemies. The cords of death encompassed me, and the torrents of ungodliness terrified me. The cords of Sheol surrounded me, the snares of death confronted me. In my distress I called upon the Lord and cried to my God for help. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry for help before him came into his ears. Then. The earth shook and quaked, and the foundations of the mountains were trembling and were shaken because he was angry. 
Smoke went up out of his nostrils, and fire from his mouth devoured. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also, and came down with thick darkness under his feet. He rode upon a cherub and flew, and he sped upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his hiding place, his canopy around him, darkness of water, thick clouds of the sky. From brightness before him passed his thick clouds, hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord also thundered in the heavens, and the Most High uttered his voice, hailstones and coals of fire. He sent out his arrows and scattered them, and lightning flashes in abundance and routed them. Then the channels of water appeared, and the fountains, foundations of the world, were laid bare. At your rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your nostrils. He sent from on high, he took me, he drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy, and from those who hated me, for they were too mighty for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my stay. He brought me forth also into a broad place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanliness of my hands. He has recompensed me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord, and I have not wickedly departed from my God. For all his ordinance were before me, and I did not put away his statutes from me. I was also blameless with him, and I kept myself from my iniquity. Therefore the Lord has recompensed me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanliness of my hands and his eyes. With the kind you show yourself kind. With the blameless you show yourself blameless. With the pure you show yourself pure, and with the crooked you show yourself astute. For you save an afflicted people, but haughty eyes you abase. For you light my lamp, the Lord my God illuminates my darkness. For by you I can run upon a troop, and by my God I can leap over a wall. As for God, his way is blameless. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a shield to all who take refuge in him. For who is God but the Lord, and who is a rock except our God? The God who girds me with strength and makes my way blameless. He makes my feet like hind's feet and sets me upon my high places. He trains my hand for battle so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. You have also given me the shield of your salvation, and your right hand upholds me, and your gentle makes me great. You enlarge my steps under me, and my feet have not slipped. I pursued my enemies and overtook them, and I did not turn back until they were consumed. I shattered them so that they were not able to rise. They fell under my feet. For you have girded me with the strength for battle. You have subdued under me those who rose up against me. You have also made my enemies turn their backs to me, and I destroyed those who hated me. They cried for help, but there was none to save, even to the Lord, but he did not answer them. 
Then I beat them fine as the dust before the wind, and I emptied them out as the mire of the streets. You have delivered me from the contentions of the people. You have placed me as a head of the nations. A people whom I have not known serve me. As soon as they hear, they obey me. Foreigners submit to me. Foreigners fade away and become trembling out of their fortresses. The Lord lives and blessed me, my rock, and exalted be the God of my salvation. The God who executes vengeance for me and subdues peoples under me, he delivers me from my enemies. Surely you lift me above those who rise up against me. You rescue me from the violent man. Therefore I will give you to you I will give thanks to you among the nations, O Lord, and I will sing praises to your name. He gives great deliverance to his king, and shows loving kindness to his anointed, to David and his descendants forever. And that, my friends, is Psalm 18. Death definitely a lengthy psalm. And so David is basically thanking God for delivering him from this terrible circumstance, but he takes it a lot further than that. I mean, he goes all the way to the point where God has set David up as king, and David doesn't take credit for it. He doesn't say, because I'm such a great warrior, or because I'm so beloved by the people, I'm so awesome. He makes it very clear that God has done all this for him. God has made these things to happen. He also believes in the whole reap what you sow mindset. Look what he says, verse 25. With the kind you show yourself kind. With the blameless you show yourself blameless. With the pure you show yourself pure. And with the crooked you show yourself astute. For you save an afflicted people. So God cares about those who are being oppressed those who are being afflicted, those who are being abused, but haughty eyes, which is kind of a way of saying prideful, haughty eyes you abase. For you light my lamp, the Lord my God illuminates my darkness, for by you I can run upon a troop, and by my God I can leap over a wall. So David's saying, regardless of the circumstances, by the power of God I can do anything. I can run upon an entire troop. I can leap over a wall. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a shield to all who take refuge in him. You see, it's it's one thing to just pray to God and oh, I've got all these problems. It's another thing to, to be a person of faith who who knows that he can take cover under the wings of the Lord. And this is metaphorically speaking, based on how the Psalms talk. He is a shield. So you can you can run to God. That shield is in front of you. You can take refuge in him. For who is God but the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? He makes my feet like hinds feet. Well, some translations will say like a deer's feet. He sets me upon my high places. He trains my hands for battle so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. 
Again, it's this picture of God does the strengthening. You have also given me the shield of your salvation. And your right hand upholds me. And your gentleness makes me great. Who makes David great? According to David, God. You enlarge my steps under me and my feet have not slipped. And then he goes on for several verses to talk about how he pursued and destroyed his enemies. And then he's, he, he thanks God for setting him up as a king. He's, he's saying, I went from running for my life to king of all Israel because of God's grace and mercy, not because of my own abilities. He says, you have delivered me from the contentions of the people and you have placed me as the head of the nations, a people whom I have not known serve me. As soon as they hear me, they obey me. Foreigners submit to me. Foreigners fade away and come trembling out of their fortresses. Let me just read the last four verse, five verses again, and then we'll be done with Psalm 18. The Lord lives, and blessed be my rock, and exalted be the God of my salvation, the God who executes vengeance for me and subdues people under me. He delivers me from my enemies. Surely you lift me above those who rise up against me. You rescue me from the violent man. Therefore I will give thanks to you among the nations, O Lord, and I will sing praises to your name. He gives great deliverance to his king and shows loving kindness to his anointed, to David and his descendants forever. And that, my friends, is Psalm 18, and I hope it was a blessing for you this morning. All right. I would like to share a devotional I wrote earlier this week, and I used to do this on a weekly basis and just haven't had time uh, to do it very often. Uh, but if you're on the email list, which is easy to do, you just go to scriptureandprophecy.com and you sign up for the email list. Um, that way you can receive these in your email, usually early. Uh, but I'll go ahead and cover it with you. The devotional is called, If Any of You Lacks Wisdom, it's a devotional based and from the letter of James. So let's start, let's start with the verses that we're dealing with today, which is James chapter 1, verses 5 through 8, which says, But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously, without reproach, and it will be given to him. But he must ask in faith, without any doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For that person ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man, unstable in all of his ways. Here's the devotional. Christians today have little trouble praying and asking God for worldly needs. We pray for health. We pray for financial miracles. We pray for loved ones and our careers. None of these things are necessarily wrong, but unfortunately, if we are not careful, we will find our prayers filled with nothing more than selfish desires and empty requests. We make the mistake of thinking that our lives would be more fulfilled and joyful if God would only get on board 
and see that we need these things in order to be happy. However, instead of these carnal-minded prayers, what we ought to be praying for is the precious gift of wisdom. I'm reminded of the great King Solomon, who was blessed beyond measure. When asked by the Father of all creation what he wanted, he simply asked for wisdom. He didn't ask for money, fame, power, but wisdom that he might rightly rule over the nation of Israel. This was pleasing in the ears of God, and as a result, Solomon was blessed with all of the above. See 1 Kings 3, 5-15. through Similarly, Jesus tells us to seek the kingdom of God first, and our earthly needs will be met. Let me say that again. Similarly, Jesus tells us to seek first the kingdom of God, and our earthly needs will be met. You can see that in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. King Solomon often wrote about the importance of seeking wisdom over worldly knowledge and power. Many of his proverbs were about this wisdom. Consider Proverbs 4, 6 through 7. Forsake her not, and she, will, she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. The question then becomes, how do we obtain this wisdom for which the Bible speaks so highly? According to the Apostle James, brother of Jesus and key leader of the early church in Jerusalem, we must simply ask God. Again, James 1, verse 5, But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask it of God, who gives to all generously, without reproach, and it will be given to him. God loves it when his people seek his face, not just for their daily needs or wants, but when they come to him for wisdom. After all, God is the source of all wisdom and understanding. See Proverbs 2, 6-8. through eight. However, when we seek God for wisdom, we must seek it with great faith, believing that he truly is the source of this wisdom, and furthermore, that he is truly willing and able to provide us with it. If we come before him already in a state of doubt, we waste our time. God cannot be pleased by unbelief. We must come to him with real faith. See Hebrews 11.6. Back to the verse, James 1, verse 6 this time. But he must ask in faith without doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. O great God, provide us with wisdom and understanding that can only come from you. Give us faith, O Lord. Help our unbelief. Put your yoke upon us and lead us down the narrow path of righteousness. Remember your people, O Lord, and generously provide us with the wisdom we need to navigate these challenging times. Amen. That, my friends, is the podcast for this morning. I pray you've been blessed in the powerful name of Jesus. I pray that your hearts have been pierced and that you've been encouraged and strengthened by the word of God. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.